0: Justin Jefferson to IR, which means big moves have to happen for the Minnesota Vikings. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about other trade targets in the NFL and our power rankings heading into week six. It's the Locked On NFL podcast with Kiss Carter and James Rapine.
1: You are locked on NFL.
0: Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. It's Chris Carter. It's James Rapino of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Bengals. We're bringing to you the Locked On NFL podcast, which you can find on all your favorite podcasting platforms, especially on YouTube like this video. If you enjoyed, subscribe to this channel for all of our daily episodes from all the hosts throughout the week. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, by which provides you with per, a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat up to 50 or more. Infections. Get your get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com. Speaking of medical, James, huge news in the NFL. Justin Jefferson, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, down and is now on injured reserve with a knee injury with the Minnesota Vikings. This is huge news for a team that's already struggling. It's also huge news for fantasy owners out there. But James, uh, if the Vikings have any hope of climbing back, I, I thought Justin Jefferson was gonna have to be a huge part of it this this could could does this does this in your eyes doom their season or doom their chances of getting back anytime soon in an NFC north that's being dominated by the lions
1: it ruins any chance because he is their best player he's arguably the best non quarterback in the NFL and so to to lose a guy like Justin Jefferson in an offense that has been operating at a pretty high level i you know i think they've been putting up points and yards you look at what Justin Jefferson's done this year and so yeah the vikings they are this is a worst case scenario where but f- from a this season perspective and we could talk about big picture in just a second but you have a guy in justin jefferson who's been so durable we know the numbers i mean a- yeah. 1800 yards last season the year before 1600 1400 as a rookie it, he's gotten better and better each year and this year was was on pace to to keep that up and had back to back to back 100 in 49 yard. I was going to say 150. He was a yard short of having 150 plus yards in each of their first three games this year. So he clearly is is still a, a game changer. And so you lose him to a hamstring injury and he's going to miss four games at least. And you're one in four. It's not like they're four and one. If they're four and one, right. it's fine. You're one in four. And so I think the conversation really changes. They're certainly not going to rush him back unless right. for some yeah. reason, they they go on a run without him. I just – let me ask you that part of it. Do you think that this team, flawed on defense, I like what they their, – their passing game. I don't love their rushing offense. Mm. Do you think they're capable of going on a run over the next four weeks, at least without Justin Jefferson?
0: I think they have a chance next week. They're at Chicago. The Bears are usually a doormat. They weren't this past week. They, they, they did their job against the commanders. But I feel like this Bears game is a must win. Then they got the Niners at home. They, they don't have to worry about that one. That's just that's just over right now. But then you got the Packers and the Falcons. So three out of your next four opponents, to me, are teams that don't scare me. They're teams that if I'm coming in and I'm playing my best football, I should be able to stand up against. The Vikings have a lot of problems. But that's the other thing. I felt that about. The Buccaneers and the Chargers, when they when they play when they played those teams and they lost those games by single possessions, kind of biting back against their their tendency to win those single possession games last year. They they were within it. they had a chance against the Chiefs and fell short last week. They have to turn it on soon. I think that they can survive these next this next month or so without Justin Jefferson. If it is just four weeks, they'll need him against the Saints. That defense is for real. Uh, and, and I think that and I think that's that's going to be a big case, but. That means they're going to have to win three road games. Again, we're just factoring out the home game against the 49ers, but if they win three road games, the ba- against the at the Bears, at the Packers, at the Falcons, that gives them that keeps them alive. But if they fall, if they if they only win one in that next stretch of four games, then you're looking at what? 2 and 7 Midway through the season, you're 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 toast, and then it's gonna bring the question. Everyone's gonna be asking, Do you even bring Justin Jefferson back at that point? Because you're out of the race. I do like guys like Jordan Addison, I do like TJ Hawkinson, I do like guys they have on their on their offense, but they've just been an inconsistent team, so that's why I asked the question. I they gotta they gotta step up right now, or this season is gone.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. They're rock hard place Vikings and Just looking at it, I agree with you. It's it's not an overwhelming schedule by any stretch. You you have between now and December, you have the Bears twice, you have Mm -hmm. the Saints, the Packers, the Falcons, the Broncos. Uh, A lot of winnable games in there, especially if you have Justin Jefferson. I think the thing that's holding me back from saying that they're going to be able to stay afloat, we've never really seen this offense without Justin Jefferson. We know how big of a game changer he is. And, and that changes. It changes how you operate. It's going to change how Jordan Addison is played. It's going to change how much they're relying on a guy like K.J. Osborne, including T.J. Hawkinson. And so I don't know if they're built to withstand this, even against competition where you would look at it. And with Justin, you could certainly see 3-1 and one over the next four. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can get that now. So that's led people to say, oh, the Vikings should tank for Caleb Oh-oh. Williams. And oh, in, in, oh, in sell pieces, there's some saying, and we'll get into to trades. Uh, maybe you move Kirk Cousins now or try to. I don't think the Vikings will do that. I think they'll look at the schedule and say, hey, let's see if we can at least go two and two, maybe three and one without Justin and, and get him back in a, just over a month.
0: That's where I'm at too. I, I, I'm personally also never believer in tanking because when you tank, the players that are on your team that do, or, or the players that you want to sign that are on your team who you can keep for longer. Then they start to look around like, man, this team doesn't want to win right now. I'm not trying to be here for this. That's how that's how you lose, guys. And I think that's something that when, uh when you look around the league often the teams that do tank there are times when it works out for you there are times that you land in a good situation you know the Bengals are a prime example of it you know their struggles got them Joe jo burrow jamar Chase and they've had a few other they did a few other things and that's allowed them to spring back but there are so many organizations that tanked for years and and lost for years got top 10 pick after top 10 pick and it didn't yield the results they were thinking of. I think the Vikings should do everything they can to not tank this situation right now, but we'll see how this progresses. You mentioned trade targets and trade potentials. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking, should the, the should the Vikings trade for a wide receiver? We got to look around the NFL and ask, who who all can be traded for, who all might be traded for, because there's a lot of targets out there, James. I want to get your thoughts, and I'll add my thoughts to who those targets are in a minute here on the Locked On NFL podcast. Stick with us. we got a lot more to talk about in this show.
1: Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long whether you're preparing for a daily draft scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week and baker mayfield to the surprise of many has been a borderline qb1 in fantasy while enjoying his most efficient season as a real life nfl quarterback coming from the Buccaneers week five bye. he should need to pass for a high volume this week in a matchup with Jared Goff in the red hot Detroit lions. It's a home matchup in Tampa Bay in week six and Mayfield has been locked into a variety of receivers and the lions can struggle to cover slot targets like Chris Godwin and also tight ends like Cade Otten. The bucks won't be able to run much on the lions defensive front. So Baker Mayfield should up, should put up big numbers this week. Vinny Ayer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. The same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts, that's million with an M, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. From brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit Your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. eBay is the perfect place to go if you're looking for something as simple as headlight bulbs, which is something you can DIY yourself in your driveway. You need to get to eBay Motors today. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Chris, let's dive into some potential trade targets. The NFL trade deadline is on Halloween, so it's quickly approaching. And 20 days away, if you're listening to it on a Wednesday, if you're listening to us on a Wednesday, I I think the first one is going to be Kirk Cousins. Let's say the Minnesota Vikings Hmm. struggle some. What if the Jets win in spite of in spite of uh, (laughs) Zach Wilson? I think Kirk cousins will be mentioned. He will be one of the many mentioned uh, ahead of the trade deadline. Even if it won't happen, he's in a contract year. And if the Vikings aren't winning games, why not get something for him?
0: What, what, what level of perpetuity? What crazy place are we in that Kirk cousins could end up on the same roster as Aaron Rodgers? Like that, that would be the the wildest thing that has ever happened.
1: Or what if there's an injury, you know, and I hope there isn't, but what if a, you know, I, I just think that he's the one like veteran established quarterback that I think could be available. There's a path for him to be available in
0: a few weeks. I agree. And, and to your point, if the Vikings, let's say, let's say like the, the NFL deadline is on, is on Halloween, October 31st. Let's say that they lose these next four games and they're, and they're looking at it like the deadlines here and they're like, mm, this ain't it, boys like you know they're' they're one in seven, one in eight, whatever they are and they say, you know what let's just this season's lost let's send Kirk somewhere where we can get a return for it for someone that that's a competitor and needs a quarterback the Jets would be a fit there and see if you can get a first round pick that you can then flip with yours to get an even better pick uh, up there um you know or if the if the Vikings do end up being that bad. You know and they and they and they naturally get that high pick, you can then double up to get Caleb Williams along with another star to help you for the future. So I'd say that's a that's a potential there. Um, but one team that I think is in a very similar position as the Vikings, as far as you know being sellers and has already kind of even indicated that they're gonna have a fi- they might have a fire sale on their hands, is the Denver Broncos, they're one and four in the AFC West. They're in an even tougher position because you got the Chiefs. The Chargers are at two and two. And even the Raiders pulled out a a, a decent win on Monday night football. Uh, I think the Broncos, as bad as they've looked, they gave up the 70 points to the Dolphins. They've been pretty rough this season. Their one win was over the Bears in that crazy comeback game. They could be a team that's looking to sell players. I want to I want you to get your thoughts on these two. One is a player that I can see traded from them simply because of contract reasons. And, you know, just he's not. As amazing as this other guy I'm going to mention. First one I'm going to say is Cortland Sutton. And that's a receiver. Mm-hmm. You can move around. He's he's got size, he's got he's got the skills. What would you say to teams looking into him as a trade target? And where's a place you think that he could possibly land?
1: I certainly think he could be on the table, and there could be multiple teams interested in him. I mean, heck, we saw Van Jefferson get traded on Tuesday to the Falcons. Mm -hmm. And and so deals like that happen all the time. And this would be, I think, a little bit bigger of a deal than that one. But not much, right? I I mean a fifth rounder, sixth rounder. Uh who could I see? To me, I I wonder, and I'm gonna default here, and even though I think they're arguably the worst team in the league, Carolina Panthers. Every receiver should be tied to them because they need weapons. Like they they need need to give Bryce Young something to survive. Like it, that's just the the reality of their situation, and so Cortland Sutton, he would give them a big body. I think, on the flip side, I know I mentioned the Jets for for Kirk Cousins, they could use a receiver.
0: <laughs> they could, and I know that,
1: for whatever reason, Miko Hartman didn't work there. He's on the block as well. It sounds yeah. like, but but to me, that's the one where it's like, all right, well, the Jets, if they hang around, they could be in it. Could the Vikings go after Cortland Sutton? I maybe, Olympics, I, you know, yeah. Um, so, so there are options. I think there are teams. Uh, I, I, I don't think it will be a ton, but right. there will be certain teams that are interested in Cortland Sutton.
0: The other no, one, me, are you thinking about Jerry Judy? Is that who you're thinking? Oh, oh, I wasn't. I'm going think bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. Oh. You know who I'm talking about now? Oh, who you think you talking about? Patrick Sertain. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if he was on the trade block, the, the the auctioning that they could get for that guy at cornerback. I'm not so sure the Broncos would want to do that because he's like the biggest legitimate piece for the future that you could have and say, hey, we have a cornerback for the future. But if you really are fire sailing and you want to build this from the ground back up and say, hey, Patrick's going to be great, but we need a lot of other building blocks. We need a young quarterback a new and all these other things. Sertan is the guy, the one guy on that roster that would get people showing up and be like, you know what, just take our picks. We want that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think the team you cover, the Pittsburgh Steelers, would give up a oh, oh,
0: Oh, I, absolutely. I, I think it would
1: be Minka, Minka-esque where they're like, oh, all right, <laughs> yeah, we, we could take that former Crimson Tide. Yeah, come, come on over.
0: Come, over. come on over, absolutely. Yeah. That, we're talking about here in Pittsburgh right now. That's why I brought him up.
1: I think there would be plenty of teams willing to offer a first and then some. Mm-hmm. And and so if you're Denver and you're probably going to have a new GM, I'll break the news, probably yeah, going to have a new GM. I'll break the news. You, you might want to, to go that route. And, and so really talented player. But I, I can totally see that being the case where there are a bunch of teams in. I think the team I cover should be in just because it's such a talent you know yeah. the, the Bengals why wouldn't they be interested why wouldn't the the Jaguars be interested or the the Kansas City Chiefs or the mm-hmm. and i could list every single team because every yeah. team can use a corner like that every team right.
0: exactly that's why I, that's why i brought him up because Sertan is so good at his job you know maybe a team like the Dolphins, that you know, their cornerback situation, granted Ramsey's hurt right now, but they've invested a lot into that, those type of teams. But you know, the Bills, they're a team without Tredavious White. You know, if this is your time to sell to, to to sell out, to get the to win with this core right now, that's another team that'll be in the market. That's why I put in Patrick Sertan. Give me a couple others on your on your on your potential trade block, guys that could be out there that the NFL needs to be watching for.
1: Well, you got to look at the two running backs that have been franchise tagged and their teams. Hmm. The Raiders won earlier this week. We'll see that they could beat the, the Pats and look up and be three and three. But Josh Jacobs, why wouldn't he be on the block? And, and then Great. another one, and I, I think it's interesting Saquon Barkley. Hmm. If the Giants aren't going anywhere and they're probably not going anywhere, why? Why problem. not get something for them? And I, I think you could, if you're the Giants, say, hey, he's on a much more reasonable contract than Christian McCaffrey. We know he's a game changer. He's had the injury risk that Christian McCaffrey had. And try to get a two and a three and a four for Saquon Barkley, which is much more than you're going to get if you lose him in free agency and get a compensatory pick the following year. So right, Barkley is one I would have my eye on, and I I think a lot of teams would at least kick the tires because it's only a one-year deal. So why not?
0: Uh, Listen. You don't have to sell me hard on Saquon Barkley. I saw that dude in college at Penn State. I seen him at the Giants. Um, you know I said from the jump when they paid Daniel Jones I was like that is a mistake not that not that you should always pay your running backs but I'm like Saquon Barkley's the the engine that makes that offense go and Daniel Jones is a nice accessory act after the fact if he was on the trade trade block I would think that there'd be quite a few teams that'd be like hey wait a second you know we're not going to spend top dollar but similar to Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey's trade you know a couple mid-rounders day two picks they'd be considering that if he could complete their roster I certainly look at that my last my last one here that I'm gonna put put out to you, and this is also a uh, this is also from a team that could be in fire fire sale position. I think they even you know would admit that they are, that they are if someone made the right call. What about safety Budabaker? Mm. Because yeah. he's a playmaker, he's a top tier guy. But the Cardinals, they know this ain't their year. And I know Josh Dobbs, my guy, that my dude, he was either a former Steeler, one of the nicest guys I've ever covered. He's mm-hmm. doing a heck of a job, and that yeah. team is going to be picking in the top five. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it's just a reality. If you're the Cardinals, similar to what we're talking about for Sertan, and even more so because Buddha Baker, he's a vet now. Like he's off of his mm-hmm. rookie deal, he's getting paid big, you know, big dollars. Somebody is going to want to complete their roster and need a safety, and Buddha Baker is a guy that I can see a lot of people saying, "Hey, wait, wait, wait a second, how much for that guy over there?"
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I totally do. Established player could give. A big boost to the defense. I'll give you one more in Arizona. In fact, two more. Just since we're Ooh, talking man. about Arizona, Hollywood Brown, speedster, yes. plug and play could mm-hmm. could go in a bunch of offenses and and just be a, a help. I don't think he's necessarily a one in this league, but he's a really darn good two. And if he's your three, your receiving core is r- as good as anybody's. So Vikings, yeah, I, the Vikings, yeah. I, I mean, that's that's a good option. Like, let's say they win a game or two, because then they could say, "We're going to roll out." Hollywood Brown, Justin Jefferson, and Jordan Addison.
0: Woo! Red right alarm.
1: I, I, and and so you're right. They, they could go the other way. I, I mentioned trading Kirk. They could go the other way and say, nope, we're going to hold the fort down. And then, mm-hmm. man, when Justin Jefferson comes back, we're ready to roll. Um, and, and then last one, James Conner. You're left. I yeah. know he's dealing with a knee right now. Yeah. He could end up on injured reserve. Playing really well there. Maybe they keep him. But if they could get something for him. I'm Pro Bowl running back available. So, and, and I think of the three running backs, one would be traded of the three, but I think all three are worth mentioning.
0: Absolutely. I'm right. I'm right with you there. Those are the, the, the running back position is so tricky when it comes to value in the NFL. We talk all the time, but the trade market, especially when you're trying to win and you want and you want that last piece And the Niners with McCaffrey, their situation was set up. They had their, their offensive line, their defense. They just needed a young quarterback to just hold, you know, hold it down the way Brock Purdy has. And now he's growing in it. And you added McCaffrey. That's the ideal situation. Teams that are kind of similar in, in a similar build, I think the Bills are a team that could use a, a playmaker running back to really complete some things. There's a lot of teams out there. That I think that if they added that piece, they'd be in a much better position.
1: What if the Chiefs say we want Saquon Barkley?
0: Ooh, I mean. I, the, don't bring that evil upon us, James. Why are, you do, why are you doing that to us? We cover AMC teams. Everyone's
1: talking about receiver, and they say, hey, we're about to go get the running back. In, in him and Pacheco are a two-headed monster out of the backfield. Let's uh, see where the Chiefs rank in our week six power rankings. We will do that coming up next.
0: But first, this episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use that you can have right at home. All it takes to get a Jay's case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. You'll get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created and doctor recommended. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones. During the unexpected, Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed ph- pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Jace Medical is simple you go online, fill out a form, and then you get prescription life saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. You have it right there. Jace Medical, make sure you have that medication in hand. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We're back here on the Locked On NFL podcast, the Wednesday edition with Chris Carter and James Rapine. James, it's time to talk about the power rankings. Now, we don't have a fancy imagery right now, but we do have the full rankings of all the votes that have been that have been had here. And let's start from the bottom and work our way up the, uh, up this week. We'll we'll save who's going to be number 1 for last even though y'all should know who's number 1. But let's let's start with the with the bottom group here. At the bottom, Carolina Panthers at 32, Broncos at 31, Giants at 30, Patriots at 29, Bears at 28. I don't got too many complaints here. The Giants have dropped themselves in this conversation. I'd say they are the team that of that of that group that should be the most disappointed to be there.
1: Yeah, I I think that's that's fair. You know the Giants coming off of what they did last season, it's a disappointment. The Patriots are right there, I think disappointment-wise. Mm-hmm. I would put Denver 32.
0: They're the way they're playing. I agree.
1: Embarrassing. I I look, I knew Carolina was lacking talent. Right. At, at spots. Like they're Denver. Rebuilt. Yeah, Denver you should be in the cellar right now for your performance. Uh Arizona moves up one to 27. I think they were ranked too low last week that that could be about right now that you look at it. The Vikings 26th, the Commanders 25th, down three spots. The Raiders moving up three spots to 24. The Jets move up a spot with a win to 23. And to round out the top 20, it's the Titans at 22, Texans at 21, and the Packers following falling from 15 to 20.
0: Yeah, the, the Packers, I think they were, you know, a lot of us, I thought, were looking at, man, Jordan Love, the way he came back against the Saints. There's some mm-hmm. belief there. But, man, the way they played against the Raiders, that was rough. And right now, the Packers, there's a lot of alarms going off because that's a franchise that I think was expecting to kind of make another one, one of those transitions. Let's face it, James, for you and I's lot, li- you and my lot, li- you and our lives together, we have seen Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Those have been the quarterbacks for the Green Bay Packers. And now it's Jordan Love. And it's, and like, listen, Jordan may turn into a a fine quarterback later in his career, but right now he is clearly struggling along with this team that I, I totally get them being at 20. Is there a team in the 20s here that you think will end up well above where they are right now?
1: I think Houston's pretty good. The Titans, they're flawed, but but pretty solid. Those are the two teams that stand out the most. The Vikings would have been sneaky if Justin Jefferson wasn't hurt, but mm. kind of tanks the tanks them. Are we sure that Jordan Love is a worse quarterback than the quarterback of the nineteenth ranked team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, followed hey,
0: by hey. the Colts? You, you watch your mouth about Kenny Pickett, sir.
1: And Browns. I'm
0: serious. <laughs> I don't know I, are, are we sure? <laughs> are I, know sure. Yeah. I,
1: I know he's a winner in everything. But, uh,
0: I mean, look, I, I got to cover debate. the guy.
1: <laughs> I oh, think it's a good I debate. Think a, I think it's a real debate. Now, in two years, it might not be a debate, but right now, I don't know about Kenny Pickett. I do know it was a heck of a throw to George Pickens, and my fantasy team benefited from that. And I will take that <laughs> all day long. You keep throwing to 14, Kenny. Keep throwing we, to 14. We,
0: we all like that. I have George Pickens in a couple of leagues as well. No, but that's a legitimate question right now. And my biggest thing, I, I'm listen. I get it from Steelers fans a lot right now, and they're like, "How dare you say bad things about Kenny?" I'm like, "Listen, he's missing, He's missing. He's not doing well right now." But like you said, he's a winner. He he has now five game winning drives uh, and four fourth quarter comebacks in 17 starts. He keeps coming up. But as Tom Brady uh, once said. You don't want to have as many comebacks and fourth fourth quarter comebacks and game-winning drives because that means you're not doing your job in the first three quarters in the first place. That's where Kenny Pickett has to improve. So that's a legitimate question. Steelers at 19, Packers at 20. Colts at 18 up uh, up up 3 there. Man, putting the Colts above the Steelers, that's a that's a little harsh for a team that's Ooh. down to their backup quarterback. The Falcons up to 17 after they went over the Texans, the Browns at 16 moving down two spots during their bye week along with the Rams at 15 who moved down two spots here. And then we find the Bengals at 14. They they kind of did the reverse of the Packers. The Packers dropped down five spots, the Bengals went up five spots. They're ranked at 14 right behind the Saints at 13. James are the, are the Bengals back? They they put up the big numbers. Jamar Chase, he's always open, was always open in this last one. Granted, it was the Cardinals, but this was the offensive output. I think a lot of people have been waiting to see.
1: Yeah, they were at least back for one week. They need to show it again this week in Seattle. I, I think I had them a little bit lower than 14th, and, and it's just because there's a lot of questions still. That said... I get it, and I get them being 14th. And if they go out there and play well against Seattle this week and get another win, I could totally see people buying into this team and them a week from now pushing for a top 10 spot. Um, but we'll see. I think there's a lot of questions there. There's a lot of questions with a lot of these teams. And you said the Saints at 13, Tampa at 12, the Chargers at 11. Plenty of questions there. The Ravens lose ugly, like we uh, talked about on the other side. Yeah, I know. Again, you're right. I mean, both I losses Col- are really, really Arthur ugly. Gardner Minshew and Kenny Pickett. Who's better? Don't answer that. Nine, Seattle. (laughs) The Seattle Seahawks are ninth. Jags eighth. Cowboys seventh. Lions sixth. Bills fifth. And I'm just going to finish us off. The Miami Dolphins move up to four. The Chiefs move up a spot to three. The Eagles two. And the number one team is Brock Purdy. Certainly better than Kenny Pickett. All right, I'm going to stop (laughs) now. And the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Obviously, he has a ton around him. But I also think Brock Purdy is a legitimate starting quarterback. In the oh,
0: league. he's efficient. It's all get out. Like, there's no doubt yeah. about about it right now. I, I think that's another conversation to be had. Where does Brock Purdy rank among NFL quarterbacks? Because as far as efficiency, and you could say, like, if we pulled him out of that offense, but you know what? People yeah. tried to say that about Tom Brady for years, and the was too late. And then it was that it, then he was Tom Brady, the, the GOAT, the legend, to all the things we call him. And... I, I give all the credit to, to Brock Purdy. He is so smart with where he puts the football. And, yes, Shanahan's system uh, lends itself to that. But right now, he's looking better than Jimmy Garoppolo or Sam Donald. Or, yeah. Name a quarterback that's been in Kyle Shanahan's system. And I like, I'll take the way Brock Purdy is playing right now over most of those guys. Uh, him and the Niners deserve their number one spot. Uh, we, who are the Cowboys? Because they're at seven now. Mm-hmm. After getting slapped, they got beat by the Niners worse than the Steelers got beat by the Niners. And mm-hmm. that's saying something because the Steelers got beat by the Niners. Yeah. Where are the where are the Cowboys really? We're putting it seven for now, but like, you know, you look at their wins, they're not exactly against like, you know, dynamite teams or teams in the top 10. Like the Steelers. They have a win over number 10 Ravens and number uh 16 Browns, and they're down at 19. Uh, but uh, but the 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 Cowboys you know they're a team that had to barely come back against. I think it was what was they barely came back. No, they lost to the Cardinals. Excuse me, that was they the Giants. They came, yeah. came back against them. Where are the Cowboys in your mind in the NFL?
1: I, I think they should be lower. I'm right with. I you. Do. I do. I I seventh is is too high. It, it doesn't feel like they've. To me, if they don't get off to a great start, that defense isn't nearly as imposing. And and I, I don't know exactly what it is. And I'm not trying to rip Micah Parsons, but that that entire defense. It, it, it's if they don't force a turnover early or have a block kick or something like that, then they're not as dominant and they needed to show up against the 49ers. They didn't. And then obviously on offense, it starts with the quarterback talk about quarterbacks, Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott's overrated and we'll see with him, but he's going to have to show me something. Like I think he's in that Kirk cousins class and it's just ones with the Vikings and ones with the Cowboys. And, and that's where the, um, the reputations kind of, Vary in change. So it's a uh, it's a bummer. I think they're a bit high, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if they uh, it, it's a bummer the way they lost. I was excited for that game. Got done covering my game in, uh in Arizona went out to try You're to catch the second both. half was excited to watch that game. And there was no game to watch because it was no. a blowout. <laughs>
0: I was right with you, man. I was. I had just finished all my shows. I had done everything. I was like, all right, let me get my slice of pizza here and watch this. Oh my goodness, what is this football game? That is yeah. kind of that is. Exactly at least you had
1: pizza. Where I was because at least I had. Pizza.
0: Pizza. <laughs> Absolutely. Let us know what you thought of our Locked On Podcast Networked uh, Power Rankings that we had here with all. The, the different rankings that, that were placed here were, was are, were we too high or too low on your team let us let us know in the comments here on youtube uh as well as tweeting at us at james rapine or at carter critiques for us for james and for chris thank you so much here on the locked on nfl podcast check us out we'll be back next week but we got episodes all week long stick with us right here on the locked on nfl podcast